Welcome to Thinking Into Success. I'm Dr. J.A. Jones, your spiritual coach, encourager, and friend. I'm here to help you find spiritual solutions to real problems. Each week, we deliver solutions to issues you're facing in life or someone you care about. Let's get started. Welcome to Spiritual Thinking, Solutions to Real Problems. This is your host, Dr. J. I am here today to help you to understand an important topic today. Now, we're going to get rolling and we're going to get moving as it relates to your money. Because your money do matter. I hope you know that. You may be spending a lot and not saving much. But today it's about money matters. 15 keys to get out of debt in 2021. Now these keys are relevant to any year, any time, any day, any season. But good day to you, good morning, good night, good evening, good afternoon. God's blessing upon your ears as you hear what I'm saying to you today. Let's get rolling. I am glad you're with me. We're going to kind of shift what we have talked about in the past and center our attention upon money because your money do matter. There is so many people that are suffering based on the pandemic. Yes, people are losing jobs. People have difficulty staying on jobs. People are working at home. They are going through some emotional, mental, physical, relational, financial challenges that is happening today. And it is a part of life. And I think we all have experienced some level of setback or level of challenge at work, at home, with our children, with our families, or spouse, wife, husband, relationships, all of that has almost hindered what we are trying to accomplish. But despite of all of this, we are resilient. You are resilient. You can make it. You can get through this. We can get through this together. We can get through every health challenge. We can get through every financial challenge. We can get through it all. Together, we are better. Now, I'm here to help you today. I've talked about financial matters before, but I'm going to dial it in to give you some things to think about and how you can move forward. Because some people are still stuck. They're stuck in a rut. They're stuck and their bank account doesn't reflect the way it should reflect. You know, your checkbook. Your debit card, you're using it too much. Your credit cards, you're using them too much. Your money has gone funny in your wallet, in your pocketbook, in your purse, in all of those financial holdings. Your financial portfolio is kind of jacked up in many ways. Now, let's talk about some things that I know from personal experience that can help you to move forward. That's my goal today. 
First thing is this, you have to say no more. In order to get your money right or to get it on a better path and getting out of debt, hopefully out of debt is your goal because you don't want to live in debt, believe me. The Bible says the borrower is slave to the lender. You'll always be a slave when you're borrowing money or you're using your credit cards a lot, but you just have to say no when you go to the store. Yeah, I said it just that way. You have to say no sometimes when you go to the store, you hear that elevator music, you see those sales, you see uh, comfort foods in the grocery store, you just in a good mood today. Now, it's all right to be in a good mood to buy some things and you may deserve it because you worked hard, but that shouldn't happen five to six days a week buying things you know you cannot afford and that $5, $3.95, $8, $10, if you do that on a weekly basis, that can add up. Then you look at your bank account at the end of the month before you get paid and look back and see what happened, you'll realize you didn't say no enough when you went to the store. You didn't say no enough. So make it a part of your vocabulary to embrace the word no and no to yourself. <laughs> Sometimes you can tell other people no, but you gotta learn how to look in the mirror and tell yourself no, not today. I know I wanna buy it, but I already purchased something similar two days earlier because you want your bank account to be in the black instead of the red. You want it to be on go instead of stop. Come on now. So you don't want to spend too much. Don't let the, the music woo you. Don't be impulsive when you go out because there's so many people that impulsively buys because they feel like it, because somebody is urging them to. But learn to say no to spending more and say yes to spending less. The second point is this. You have to create a spending plan because if you fail to plan, you probably are going to plan to fail. I don't know if I said that correctly, but it sounded good to me. So you gotta have a spending plan. Mm -hmm. Yes, it's not hard to put together a plan on paper and what you bring in every month or every paycheck. You may get paid twice a week, once a month, every other week, or every other Monday, every other Thursday, however you get paid, put it on paper and write it on paper. And then whatever comes in, you gotta make sure you understand what's going out because a spending plan is just that, what you spend, but also what you bring in. Those things are vital to understanding, some people may call it a budget. It's not a bad word either a budget, a spending plan, or a plan that helps you to stay accountable so you can know every time you get paid and three days later, you realize you're broke again. Somebody call it paycheck to Monday or paycheck to the next day or paycheck on Friday and before Monday shows up or Sunday night closes, you're broke and you're owing people. 
Now that doesn't calculate well. Somebody said one plus one is two, not 10. So you got to know how to add and subtract, multiply and divide. You got to know how to create a spending plan and know what comes in and what goes out. See, a budget only helps you to understand where your money is going rather than wondering where it went. So the second thing, the key to helping you get out of debt is to create a spending plan. Don't procrastinate, create. There's a difference. Don't procrastinate, create a spending plan. I am talking to you. You are a procrastinator. I know it. I'm looking at you. I don't see you, but I still hear you. I know you're listening. So I know you want to pay off this and you, you have goals. Don't let the money flow get choked. Let it keep going. Create a spending plan. Enough about that. The third thing is this. Begin couponing. Now, you probably have heard of that before. Just clip out coupons in the newspaper. We used to do it, and it helped us for sure in our home. Ask for coupons when you go to the grocery store. You know, hopefully those products are something you use. If it's not, well, help somebody else. The cashier can give you some coupons. It's in a newspaper, magazines. It's everywhere. If you look for it, what if you look for, you're going to find if you never look for it, it probably won't come to you, all right? So begin couponing, understanding sales and understanding buy one, get one free, understanding when you shop, go in with a plan and a plan can be couponing, C-O-U-P-O-N-I-N-G, couponing. Okay, hopefully you got it. The third thing is this, Reduce or cut the cable, cut the cord, cut the cord to the cable. Cable is just astronomically too expensive. Look for alternatives like YouTube TV. I believe that's $65 a month. Hulu, $6 to $12 per month. Netflix, PureFlix, Apple TV, $5 a month. Library, guess what? You can go to the library and rent movies. You can look at books and magazines. You can do all those things. And guess what they are? Free. F-R-E-E. -E. Free. Thank God I'm free. Are you free? You need to be freed from that cable bill, two to $300 a month. And you know you don't watch all those stations. I know we don't. So we're cutting it period, and looking for alternatives so you can bring that cable bill down to less than $100. You can do it. I know you're sick of paying that $195 and it goes up. You have a special, then it goes back up. Yes, you can do it. Cut the cable bill. If you don't have cable, amen. But find alternatives. Peacock, I think that's $5 a month. So look for all of these other options that will help you to increase your pocketbook and cause less to go out of your house and cause more to stay in your bank account. The fifth thing is this, eat out less. 
Don't go out to the store, every restaurants, I'm saying. Don't go out to fast foods all the time. Cook your meal the night before or prepare it and take it with you to work. Take time. Don't procrastinate. You probably can be a procrastinator. Is that a word? It is today. Don't procrastinate. Don't go to restaurants all the time. If you look at your spending bill at the end of one week or two weeks and you see how many times you went to a restaurant or fast foods, I am not talking about the grocery store. That's another whole conversation. It's about eating less out and taking time to eat at home where you stay. Be creative. I guarantee you, if you look back, you'll realize I done spent three or $400 out per month. Is that you? Mm. Or 300 or 200? It's probably too much. It's all right to eat out, but you're trying to get out of debt. The sixth thing is this, go visit the library. Now, where we are in this country, we have a library, a place where you can read books, get on the computer, you can rent movies, you can rent music, CDs, you can rent a lot of things and they are free. Free! Are you free? Go to the library, take your time, drive up there, get on the bicycle, get on your moped, get on your two feet and go there. If you need to, it's worth the walk because you're going to save some money because you're trying to get out of debt because your money is not flowing like it should be flowing. Your money flow is stuck. I want you to get unstuck today. Go to the library. I guarantee you, you'll find a lot of resources that you haven't thought about and they are free. Stop. The seventh thing is this. Number seven. Say this with me. Number seven. Okay. Stop comparing yourself with other people. Mm -hmm. Do y'all know people are driving expensive cars and staying at expensive places, but yet they can't pay their cable bill? They can't buy shoes. They can't afford certain uh, things that are needed for uh, basic necessities in life. They always trying to call the electrical company or the water company and say, can I get an extension on my bill, please? It's too high. It may be too high, but a lot of times you're spending too much money on clothes, uh, material things outside of the home rather than acknowledging where you are. Stop trying to keep up with the Joneses. Stop trying to keep up with other people. Yes, somebody else just bought some nice shoes, that doesn't mean the next payday you go buy nice shoes, but you already got 30 pair of shoes. You already have 15 and a half pair of shoes, okay? You got enough. Stop comparing yourself with your friends, with your enemies, with your foes. Don't do it. Mm-mm, mm-mm. You're one of a kind. You're fearfully and wonderfully made by God. You're special, you're unique. You are your own man. You are your own woman. You're a lady. Come on. You don't have to keep up with everybody else. Be confident in who you are. Your identity is not validated because of what you don't have materially. Your identity is validated because of who you have inside of you. That's God. 
Christ in you, that is your peace and that is your power and that is your hope. So stop comparing yourself with other people. Number eight, sell some things. <laughs> Go to Facebook, Craigslist, eBay. Get some things out of your closet, out of your garage that are sellable and sell them for $5, $10, $30. I guarantee you, you'll find your bank account increasing or your wallet increasing you'll find more change in your pocket. You need to put some things on sale because some people are hoarders. They like to hoard. They like to store things that they have not used in 30 years, but yet I need it. You're gonna tell your, your wife, your husband, or somebody you know, and you're gonna talk about your family or your wife or your husband at home, and you say, oh, I ain't gonna throw that away because I need that. That T-shirt got holes in it. You need to throw it away. All right, that jacket, too small for you. You know it's too small. Sell some things on Facebook. Get rid of some of that furniture because you're trying to get out of debt. The ninth thing is this. You got to be intentional. What is your why? What is your reason you want to lessen your debt and eventually get out of debt? Mm -hmm. What about a grandbaby? You got one on the way? The children? Okay. Oh, you got two or three? A birthday? Graduation coming up? anniversary in your uh, relationship? What about saving more money to buy uh, a car cash or to put more down or a house or taking that nice vacation or putting a stop to the creditors calling you all the time and bugging you every day because you haven't paid them in a while and you done piled up all of those late fees. I used to hate late fees. I don't do late fees anymore. I don't do credit cards anymore. I am intentional in getting out of debt and staying out of debt. What about you? You can't be haphazardly about getting out of debt. You can't be passive about getting out of debt. You got to know the blessings and the benefits of living a debt-free life. So you have to be intentional. Because the borrower is slave to the lender. Have a why, have a reason, just like you have a reason why you go to work, a reason why you may want to go to uh, a graduate school, a reason why you want to get another certification under your belt at work so you can get a promotion. Get a, find a reason to be intentional, to be purposeful in getting out of debt. The 10th thing is this. And write it down. No, when you write it down, it's going to come to pass. The 10th thing is this. Now, are you intentional? Are you intentional? Talk to me. If you're not, say I'm not. If you are, say I am and you are on your way or I am on my way to getting out of debt because I want my money to flow just right. Mm -hmm. The 10th thing, number 10. Listen to financial experts. Yes. You know, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. That's in the book of Romans. But faith comes by hearing because the Bible addresses financial matters. Yes, it does. There's many scripture that relates to our money, possessions, 
uh, material things that we hold on to or things that we don't let go. You got to listen to people that God has given wisdom for to help us from a biblical perspective to give us the right perspective on money because your money do matter to God. And it's already been addressed in the word of God. Listen to podcasts, certain radio stations, YouTube videos. Let me give you some people to listen to that have encouraged me over the years and my family in helping us to become debt free. Because you got to renew your mind with the word, with the truth. Don't be conformed to this world because 95% of people are broke, busted, and disgusted. The statistics are true. A great number of people are heavy in debt and don't know how to get out. But God's word has given us a window, a path, a shining light, and is telling us to walk this way. Walk in the word and what the word has to say about getting out of debt. These are principles that will change your trajectory. It would change your future as a man and a woman, as a married couple, your family tree will get stronger, but you got to listen to people. No, look at the word first. Look in the Bible first, because first things must be first. You have to put God first and God would add to your life. Matter of fact, the principle said in Matthew 6, 33, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added to you. See, God is in the business of adding and multiplying. The world, the devil, the flesh, and paradigms of the past. See, if you haven't been raised and taught how to handle money, you're going to handle money the wrong way. Your money is going to stay funny instead of be right. You want your money to be right. Come on. So you got to listen to financial experts. I would suggest Lynn Richardson, incredible person, Dr. Lynn Richardson, Anthony O'Neill. You can Google these people. Chris Hogan. Dave Ramsey is good. Popcorn Finance. He's on podcast. He does a great job in helping people, as he say, in the amount of time to make popcorn, he going to give you some financial nuggets and some financial wisdom that you can take with you. Great guy. Another couple, his and hers money. That's right, his and her money. Google them, they're on YouTube. I may put it in the show notes. They're doing an incredible job in helping people relationally in their marriage, but also in their money because they are debt-free as a couple and their family. So forever their children, children's lives, not only theirs as a husband and wife, but their lives are changed forever. Look up his and hers money. They are incredible people of God. They love uh, their church and they're just so active and striving to help people. Yes, they have accomplished a lot and I know it's not been easy for them, but they're there. Matter of fact, I think a couple of years ago, they wrote their last check and their house is debt free. They owe no more money on their mortgage. Hello. <laughs> They are free from that mortgage. And before I leave today, I'm going to tell you what mortgage means. All right. That's a couple of people. Larry Burkett, he's passed away. 
uh, uh, Crown Financial, I think that's what it's called. They're great as well. There's a lot of people that can help you from a biblical perspective as well as a financial perspective, and they go hand in hand. The 11th thing is this. Number 11, cut up your credit cards. It's important to stop. Yes, I did. Let me back it up because somebody looked crazy when I said that or they had a bad thought. Cut up your credit cards. Go to the shredder and put them through the shredder. Yes, you need to have a funeral for your credit cards because they're bleeding. You got to put them to death. You got to stop the bleeding. You got to get out of debt, right? Yes, you can get out of debt. Don't think it's a, a bad words I'm saying. People do get out of debt. Now their cash flow is better. Now they're on their way to becoming a uh, $100,000 uh, yearly salary, $200,000, $300,000. They're able to give more because most people want to give more, especially when somebody's going through a tough time. But if you're so inundated with debt and credit cards, how are you going to get out? What if I pay my credit card off each month. You can, you know you what? You can pay your credit cards off every month. Mm -hmm. Yes, you can. They say one in three Americans are behind on bills. The average credit card balance is $6,506, according to Experian.com. Now, studies show you'll spend more when swiping a card versus hard-earned cash. This study is valid. Someone said in the study, always leave home without it. What do I mean without it? Without a credit card. Without a card, you know you're going to spend money on it. I believe American Express has another slogan says, don't leave home without it. Their American Express card I'm talking about. But you got to know that you can get out of debt. It's all right. Yes. Some people say I need to keep a credit card. All right, it's all right, but do you ever pay it off every month? If you think you are, go ahead and keep it. If you think you're going to pay it off, you don't need to be paying interest on your own cash. Don't make sense, right? You can pay it off every month, but it's best to cut it up. You don't need to use that plastic. Use cash. Use cash. Yes, because certain, certain markets or certain people and vendors and organizations, when you pay in cash, if you go into the flea market, if you go into certain places, you cash, if you use cash, you can get better deals. Yes. I think certain gas stations, when you pay cash, your gas bill is less versus credit card. They say when you use cash, it's an emotional transaction because you can feel the money leaving your hand when you use cash. But if you use plastic, you just spend it. You don't even feel no emotion about it. Now, they, they have proven that. The 12th thing is this. Have a clear vision on getting out of debt. Without a vision, the people perish. That's in the book of Proverbs. We all need wisdom. You got to visualize yourself being debt free and how that will make your life better, your family, your children your family tree will be forever changed. It will make you feel better. It would change the family dynamics in your house. You can leave a legacy of blessings instead of a legacy of a burden, a debt, a house that is in debt, a car that is in debt, or a property that's in debt, or credit cards full of debt. 
and you put their name on a credit card. So when you die, they're going to come after your wife because your wife is on your credit card or your children's on a credit card. Come on now that you got to have a clear vision. You know what mortgage means? I said a while ago, it is called in Latin, a death pledge, a death pledge. That's what mortgage means in Latin. Uh-huh. Debt slavery equals human mortgages. Debt till death. That's what that means. Debt till death. Now I don't want to have a death, a death pledge. I want to have a living pledge. I want to be free from mortgage debt. That is my goal to get out of a mortgage debt because I don't want that debt pledge to come on my life or somebody I care about. So I got a clear vision. The 13 is this. Number 13, number 13, get a part-time job. Yes, you may need a side hustle, drive Lyft, Uber, uh, deliver pizza, Grubhub, Uber Eats, or whatever. You can do it. Yes, you can do it. Yes. Put aside your pride and get a side hustle. So you can get out of debt. Number 14, I'm almost over. It's almost over. Have a rainy day fund, okay? I really call it a contingency fund. When emergencies happen, you're ready for that emergency because Murphy will come knocking at your door. You know, Mercy, Murphy says it's gonna happen, right? But even though it happens, I have a flat tire or I need to get a new battery or I need to fix something unexpected, I got the money in the bank. Only thing I do is just use my debit card and it comes straight through my bank. Not a credit card, unless you're gonna pay it off in 30 days or less before the next cycle. So have a thousand dollars or at least 500 to 1,000 in your emergency fund. You can do that. The 15th thing, one five, 15 is this, and I'm almost done. You got to start your own business. Mm -hmm. I talked about having a part-time job, but you got to start your own business. Do you like to make things? Are you an animal lover? Do you like to walk dogs? Or do you love pets? You can do pet sitting. People will pay you good money. Do you, are you good at taking pictures? Have people told you you are good at taking pictures? Your pictures look great. My daughter does that today and she's making pretty decent money on the side. That's a, a business that she's taking pictures for people and weddings and, and sittings with, when they have a new child or, or they call on her from one state to the next or one community to the next and she takes pictures and make a good side hustle, but it is her own business. Do you know that by having your own business or home-based business, you have a lot of tax breaks? Mm-hmm. You can teach online. You can have a lawnmower business. I used to do that growing up. I got me a lawnmower and I went from neighborhood to neighborhood, house to house. Can I cut your yard? They said, no. Can I cut your yard? Somebody eventually said yes. So eventually I got to the point where I was making 25 to $30 a yard on a Saturday. That was a good hustle on a weekend when I'm not in school. Teaching online. You may be great at math. What about tutoring? What about e-commerce? Selling products online. Everybody need a home-based business. Consulting. What about selling products? Coaching. Consulting people. 
you know, going and fixing up somebody's house. God has given everybody a gift, okay? You got to focus and narrow that gift in because the gift of God without repentance, what God has given you, if you have a, a inkling what it is and somebody may know your gift, you don't even know it's a gift because it's something you love to do. Now, passion and a purpose is different, but still, you can start your own business and take advantage of tax breaks so you can keep more money when you file your taxes rather than giving the government money. You don't want to give them all your hard unearned money because most people today wait to tax time or April the 15th. You know, then they write them a check for 500, 300, you know, $58 or $5,800 or whatever it is because they got, hey, I got, I'm going to pay again. Well, I know I'm going to pay again. Well, I got to pay the IRS again. Well, start your own business so you can keep more money in your pocket. Yes, you have to keep accurate tax records. Yes, you have to. But get a hold of Lynn Richardson. She's very good. There's so many people that are out there, but she has great biblical principles about starting your own business. She will share with you her information that will help you to accumulate wealth and to put your children to work and you get paid or you get a tax break when you pay your children to do work for you. Now, how cool is that? Now, that's wonderful. Now, those are my 15 keys to help you to get out of debt. Now, I'm going to give you a free one. If you're married or if you're not married, you need somebody to keep you accountable of what you want to do. Hopefully, if you're married, one spouse want to get out of debt. Now, if the other spouse does not, you're going to have a little trouble, but it still can happen. You just keep on going, but stay in a place of communicating with that spouse. And once they see you're serious, they may get on the path with you. So both of you can be, get out of debt. All right. So hopefully you got this today. Hopefully it has been a blessing to you. I could have said something you are already at a place of knowing, but then there's some things you may not have thought of or you have, but either way, your money do matter and it matters to God. I hope it matters to you. So listen to this over again. I've given you 15 points and a bonus at the end on how to get out of debt this year or put more money back in your pocket. Thank you for listening to Thinking Into Success. Now, if you enjoyed this podcast, you can subscribe, share it with your friends, click the like and follow button, take a screenshot and share it on your social stories. I look forward to you being with us on the next episode. Until next time.